I'm sending this one. Are you joking? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. <laughs> My name is Andy. I'm joined by Blessing Adioye Jr., Joey oh. Noel, and Nick Scarpino is here also. This is the Kind of Funny Podcast where we bring whatever bullshit we want bullshit about, and we do that every week, twice a week for you all. One usually with a guest, two with Kind of Funny Proper uh tim is gone greg is gone um two snake attacks two they snake just attacks left all the kids wow all the kids are left two snake Guys, attacks I got, uh, this is actually the same two snakes too mm -hmm. i found these what? at the store today they're wrap mm -hmm. snacks cardi and b? i got the cardi b flavor yeah i just want to show this off but what, wait what but flavor are they Man, what is cardi uh, b's flavor barbecue yeah, and it's like Michael Hyam uploading a 48 gigabyte file. Why does it look so terrible? He probably is. Is it terrible? Is. Yeah, it's bad. It, Michael Hyam's in LA for E3 right now. It's just me. It oh, shouldn't shit. Be that bad. Well, what are maybe you it's downloading? The, maybe it's the white balance? <laughs> no, 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 no. It just looks very, really, really pixelated. <laughs> really? We're off to a banging start for this kind of podcast. Yeah, this podcast. is absolutely great. <laughs> thanks, uh, sir, thanks for waiting right. for me to come back and host the podcast. I get I up told, to get a drink. See, I told you he'd get mad. I told and you. And I told, him, I told everybody that live? I would take the heat for Nick, it. Nick, why would so you not just wait five Nick, seconds so I could go Nick, live? I've prepped well, the show. Why I've got the Patreon producer. Why would you not have just grabbed it? You know, It doesn't matter. No, what happens is I hit the live. You can blame me, Nick. I was the one that told everybody just to go. I'll explain. Uh, when I hit it live for the Patreon kids, it starts on that standby window, and we always try to keep that as short as possible. In fact, the ideal goal is not to have that at all. So I was about to be like, all right, we're going to go live in three, and then that's when you were like, oh, let's wait. So I had already hit the live thing. So to keep the standby for the live Patreon kids shorter, we had to go live. And Andy was like, I got this. And then we went live, and Andy what didn't have the preview window open. So he just had no idea. What the, you know what this what this sounded like when I came back was like a kid who was like, I've been I've been practicing really hard <laughs> to do this speech on the stage. And then when, when y'all got up there, <laughs> you just peed yourself and went back into the wing. <laughs> I had the What's preview up, everybody? window. Welcome to the kind of funny podcast. My it. name is Nick Scarpino, your host today. Of course, want to give a shout out to our Patreon producers, Donovan Harkness, Joshua Schroeder, Delaney Twining, Julian the Gluten-Free Gamer, and Steve Rogers Powers. You're probably all watching right now and you're thinking, why? Why do I support this podcast? Because we like to have fun here, ladies and gentlemen. Annie and Almonds, listen to this, Kevin. That's some good oh, right there. That was a crunch. That was an almond crunch. That was the almond, man. I got these almonds at uh, Trader Joe's. And I'll tell you one thing right now, Blessing. Don't get the bag of Trader Joe's. No. Here's what. Yeah, they're too good, and there's too many of them. All last night, snacking on the almonds, mm -hmm. and uh, I was like, I'm not even hungry anymore. But there's a, just a giant bowl of almonds next to me, and I'm just going to keep hearing this crunch. Now, is that a health choice, or is that because you like almonds? Both. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, yeah. for mm -hmm. sure. Uh, hey, uh, are they, are they flavored or anything? Uh, they are. They salted? are roasted and heavily salted. Now, they do this thing at Trader Joe's where they've got – the two bags of of almonds right next to each other, Andy. One is the you're taking your life in your own hands with the, the as much salt as they're putting on these almonds, and the other one is the half salted almonds. But I ask you, are we a half measure here? That kind of funny. Absolutely no. not. No, absolutely not. We're a full, ass. We're a full ass measure. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do this podcast two times a week. Uh, once with just the core cast of whoever just decided not to go to Disneyland, and then. Uh, 
then sometimes we have amazing guests like Anna Sales or Rahul Kohli or Jerry O'Connell in the park. I urge you to check those episodes out. We got some great guests coming up for you uh, in the next coming weeks. But hey, in bigger news, this weekend kicks off E3 2021 uh, and we'll be live all Saturday on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games starting at 8 a.m. to watch and react to all the showcases and conferences and all the goodies and bring you some of that fun commentary you've come to know and love. Uh, the thing I'm most excited about, though, is I haven't been invited to do any of those things, but <laughs> Snowbike Mike apparently is filling in the gaps and me, Kevin and Snowbike Mike are probably just going to play Warzone in, in and amongst I imagine very, very important conferences. Oh, Blessing. I'm playing, I'm playing it's going to be very, very important conferences. Yeah. It'll be like just... when you guys were playing Warzone while Blessing and you were playing Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, this <laughs> be awesome. exactly I, just got, I got off a call with Tim <laughs> earlier, and he was like, yeah, the plan is to be live pretty much like the whole day during the E3 days. And so I'm folks are going to get all of our reactions to Ubisoft and, and Nintendo and Microsoft. And then in between the times, you're just going to have Nick and Mike playing Warzone. And so it's going to be the best possible content you can get. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, today we're brought to you by Stamps.com and MeUndies, but we'll talk about that just a little bit later. Are you all excited for E3? Is this a thing that everyone's excited for? Because it just kind of feels like it's, I have no context as to what's happening and it's just happening. It's definitely a weird one. It's definitely one where it feels different, but I'm super excited for it for the fact that I've had E3 buildup over the past two years, where last year E3 got canceled. You gotta so get we that checked out. Games yeah, the, the build-up. Build checked out, yeah. Yeah, no, I, Greg's been telling me about that, and I've just never been neglecting safe. it. They, yeah. He keeps working me. He keeps putting me on shows. And so Number I don't one have death of all game journalists, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I'm not, we've not had E3 for the past two years, and it's been the summer games games mess, and so things have been kind of all over the place. And so the fact that it's been two years since we had a solid, solid week of just straight-up video game announcements, I'm super hyped for it, even though it's super different. Like, there's not the stage shows there's not the actual hype of getting to have hands-on previews and all that shit it's just straight up digital presentations throughout the week which for me i'm cool like i'm, I'm down i'm down for it because because of microsoft announcements or what have you uh sorry kevin was slacking me that my mic was like kevin does it sound better now does it sound sounds yeah it sounds better, better. was it too loud yeah again oh, it was way too loud yeah oh, was, okay have you sometimes when this mic shuts control? off it just goes like I don't know. You could do that. Oh, yeah. I think I've told you you have to install the app. It, so it changes for whatever you have it using. Man, there's sorry. I have a crazy echo of my headphones. <laughs> and it's like a me slur. Am I the only person for a second that was like, all right, it's official. Kevin has started using hallucinations. It's just sometimes my, my Bluetooth headphones, they get a delay and then I can hear myself. But it's like mm -hmm. a second behind, and it makes me feel drunk. Yeah, that's the worst. Uh, sure. I'm excited for E3. I feel like I am, like, out of all of us, probably the least on the game side of things, even though we all kind of are. Um, I I like the, like, end-of-the-day highlight reel of all this stuff. I don't necessarily watch all of the conferences or anything. But it's always exciting, and it's always fun to be on Twitter during this week and see everybody getting hype and seeing everybody's reactions to stuff. I personally, this week, am very excited for the Wholesome Direct. That's some Joey-ass shit, some cute-ass oh, yeah. games. What, I'm sorry, the what, Direct? <clears throat> the Wholesome Direct. So uh, it's like all of the games that I like to play. <laughs> where you, like, you, you, you farm carrots and apricots and... It's like the cozy yeah, stuff. All the, the cozy style is all games. fuzzy in the game, and you have the cute Lots of pastels. Lots of pastels. You're farming... You go make friends. Animals. You maybe exactly. you, you yeah. sell some 
I have to have more than friends. I can't just murder people in Fortnite all the time. <laughs> yeah, you can. I, I don't know. Let's do it. I don't know where I pull the word rutabaga from. Like <laughs> I, I haven't heard or said that word in probably like two decades. What does a rutabaga look like? I don't think I've ever had one. Um, rutabaga is a sw- or, or swede or suede is a root vegetable, a form of brassica napus. Other names include Swedish turnip, neep, and turnip. However, oh, elsewhere, wow. the name turnip usually refers to the related white turnip. It just looks like a turnip. I don't know. It just looks mm. like a little thing you pull out of the ground. But I spelled it completely wrong. <laughs> I spelled it rude, like being rude, and Funny. then bega, like Lou Bega. But it yeah. is rutabaga. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's always a problem. I thought, I thought you were talking about rutabaga Ginsburg. The other day yeah. we were playing. Uh, we were playing Operation Tango, and uh, I had I told Mike he needed this. That's when you have like it's co-op for people who didn't didn't watch it. It's a co-op game where you one uses spy and one uses a hacker. Mike was the hacker, and I was trying to tell him that he needed to on his end um, turn on the pneumatic pump, and he was not. It was just hitting his brain, and he was looking at the screen, and he was not seeing anything that started with an N. And then finally he turned it on. He was like, yeah, I forgot that pneumatic starts with a P. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was looking for a world with an N. Same with pneumonia. You know that what I mean? Like, that's enough. That's enough. No. When are we going to just call it what it is and change the language to phonetic? Like, yeah, why pneumonia? Get start out of here. with a fucking P. It doesn't make any sense. Make it sense. should be like the word new, like N-E-W, and then mo- like m-o-n-i-a pneumonia that's what it should be spelled like mm-hmm. and if i'm if you elect me president in 2034 <laughs> or does that add up that's mm-hmm. yeah. 34 it doesn't matter oh because you're not no, wait how old do you have to be you have to be 35 he's already no i was be thinking more like, yeah i was thinking more like is that a term cycle yeah. no <laughs> 20, 20, 32 32 oh 32 32 yeah. if you elect me in 2032 but maybe 2034 is a midterms. Who knows? All right. If you like me, I will get that change. I will push it up the ladder at Congress. It's a big old ladder. That's it's a, a big ladder. ladder. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, you understand, Andy, that when you when you run for president, you have to go like out on the campaign trail. You have to go have to, to other states and hang shake out with people's people. hands and Be- really no, do a with, lot with, of talking like, while standing. New age. Taking hands, yeah, kissing all digital, yeah. Look, there's a there's a co- there's a delta variant of COVID out there. Mm-hmm. I it's the perfect excuse to not have to shake hands and meet people and talk to people. I can do it all from the comfort of my house. Video call, put me up on a projector screen. I'll go buy a projector and I'll have it shipped out from the local Best Buy out in in Tuscaloosa. And I'll talk to everybody out there and I'll be like, look, fucking let's not be racist. (laughs) First off, but also like, you know, free health care. Let's do all that stuff. About that. Andy. If there's something that Tuscaloosa really likes, it's free health care and not being racist. Those are the two <laughs> things that I associate. But Good this might Tuscaloosa. also be the best way, Andy, because if there's a variant, then everybody has to wear masks and we can just hire you a body double that's also wearing a mask. Ooh. And then in the mask, we have a little speaker that ha- projects your voice. Hard to find yeah, somebody Robert that's tall, though, Joey. Hard to find somebody that's tall. True. I'm gonna have problem. to start recruiting straight from the NBA. Robert Downey Jr. is too short, though. Bless, too short. You're right. You're right. We got to mm. recruit Yao Ming. Yeah, it's a perfect. Uh, it's a perfect time, Andy, to recalibrate how tall you are, or recalibrate really. Again, if we're if we're if we're diving in to the uh, to the English language to take out all the P's and all the random letters that start words that shouldn't start words, 
We can also like just readjust no, height. Gotta get rid of those two. Switch to the metric system? We can switch to the metric system, and then suddenly, at least for our lifetime, no one will understand what height really is. Because when you tell me something that's supposed to be like five foot eight, but you tell me in centimeters, I have no, I've, what is it, a thousand centimeters? No, Who the fuck yeah, you, you would say meters. It, what's five foot eight? It'd be like 1.4 meters. meters. A thousand centimeters? 1.7 oh, meter exactly how, you don't know how long is a, a ruler is like what 30 32 centimeters somewhere mm-hmm. in that range 2.3 times 12 science it's done what? <laughs> good luck that's the Tinder. conversion right rate. Never gonna know if you're i do i do i do like this i do like the idea of switching to the metric system though especially for for, for uh, what's that kevin you keep saying uh the conversion rate is 2.3 centimeters per one inch i think let me look it up oh okay so yeah, no, I'm I'm somewhere in the ballpark. But anyway, like I, the, I I think the metric system works well for dating apps for me and you, Andy. Because of course, my 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 height is a mystery. Mm-hmm. Your height, people know that you're super tall, but mm-hmm. people do get kind of judgmental when you put anything that's under six Five foot nine. Yeah, it's gotta mm-hmm. be six yeah, feet. Yeah, right? under six feet. 2. Metric 4. system. You just put your like what one and a half meters, two and a half meters. <laughs> Somewhere you're gonna know. That's why I think it's two and a half meters. Here, here's what I'm gonna say because nobody, a nobody knows how long a meter is in America. Who's yeah, gonna do the no research? Yeah. I am. B, if you were to go, Joey's like I am. I'm definitely gonna figure out that. Joey, Joey's you're gonna... four two. <laughs> Joey, yeah, but Joey still, but Joey still wants to date six foot and above. I guarantee it. Um, it'd be no, hilarious. we Joey's like no. Blessing and I had this conversation over uh, dim sum with like Tim and Gia, and I, I don't think anybody else was there. But like I there, I, I was probably the rate like, the get my invite for that. I think Andy, oh, did I'm you get sorry. your invite on the phone for that dim sum dinner? Did you get no? No, yeah, I don't. Oh, weird. Must have gotten Maybe lost in the mail. That's crazy. crazy. The postal service was going through a really big shortage of they really uh, actually mail did. delivery. Shit the bed for about a year and a half for us. But there's the dating app height thing is such a funny game because. If you're fi- like, if anybody puts five eleven on a dating app, you know that they're not actually five eleven because people like five eleven usually 5'11. put six, like just rounded up to six feet. So right. then it's like just playing the game of figuring out, well, like, well, if they put five eleven, then does that mean that you're like five eight five nine? Um, but I'm also I'm five four, and like anybody, everybody's just taller than me. I could not if you guys if we lined everybody up, I couldn't tell you how tall you are necessarily. But that's Andy, maybe just Andy. Anything. What? what uh, are you putting are you putting taller than your actual height on on whatever oh, yeah, dating app you're on? I'm like an NBA player, dude. Okay. <laughs> NBA so players always listed themselves taller, except for Kevin Durant, who listed himself shorter. Interesting. Which is a That's weird a thing because he didn't want to be kind of boxed into a corner of like you have to play this position. So I think oh. Kevin Durant's like really seven feet tall, and he puts like six ten or something like that, um, which is like it, when you think of. Whenever there's athletes out there and you read their bio on Wikipedia, you always assume that they are two inches shorter. That's just like the rule. Mm -hmm. And there have been so many instances where I'm listening to radio sports, radio people talk and say like, yeah, that guy's freaking five, nine and he's the NFL. It's like, dude, no, he's not five, nine. I've stood next to him at whatever event that dude is like five, five, maybe. And that happens a lot. So, of course, bless. Of course, I'm going to if you're if you're six foot one and you put six foot three, do you think the uh, the other person might figure that out? I'm maybe bless. I'm six three with uh, with shoes on. Bless. Okay. Okay. You know. Okay. I, think I had I the think Robert Downey Jr. four inch risers. I re- I really think if you're above six, 
nobody cares. If you put, if you're like six foot one and you put six foot, well, at first off, if you're six foot one, why don't I just put six foot one? Why not? It doesn't matter at that point. Six one is a perfect height for, mm-hmm. uh, for a, for a guy, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, six one, for, six three, for, who cares? for this conversation, me and Andy, let's just pretend that we're both probably around like five, seven, five, eight. Let's just pretend there. Uh, well, let's just around it. Yeah. The just to give, just becomes, to give people an image. The question becomes when you're around five, seven and you put five, ten. That's when no, not a okay. chance. Three inches is too that. much. That's, yes. Is three inches too much? What do you? What would That's you think? How, how risk? I think you How have much? a two-inch variance. Two I, think, I, think two, I, I think a two-inch variance is perfect because, um, because my fucking Nike shoes that I always buy have the gigantic soles on them, and that's about maybe an inch. Mm-hmm. So and then I have my Doctor Scholl's fucking uh, arch Inserts. support. I gotta assume that's a couple centimeters as well. Mm-hmm. So let's just round that up. Let's just round that up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, not, how often not, are people measuring themselves these days? I don't That's because as thing. I get older, I'm shrinking, so I just refuse to now. Now, when they do, now when I go to do the physical and they get out the thing that sits on your head, I go, "No, thank you." <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm going to abstain from that. I'd rather not. Know if you are, don't tell me. <laughs> Refusing medical service. <laughs> She's like, sir, I have to take your weight and your height. I'm like, no, thank you. I'd like neither of those. For I don't weight, want to know the truth. My weight put down over. <laughs> and uh, my height put down six foot three. Thank you. That'd Speaking of weight, I uh, I got back from the gym. I just went Ooh. to the gym for the first time today since October was my last day in the gym that because i tried going back during the pandemic a couple times and i went like maybe for a week and then realized this probably isn't safe like i'm double mask i still don't feel super safe though um and it seems like lately there's only ever been one other person in the gym anytime i've looked at the bookings um yeah i went to the gym i i just got on the treadmill started watching tmnt 2007 Put that up on the iPad. Put the iPad up on the little thing. It's a perfect scenario. Nobody's in the damn place. All got it Judging all to you myself. Your movie choice. <laughs> and it, exactly, that's kind of the big thing, Joe. Because yeah, so far that movie. Oof. Uh, Wait, do we have not, to watch that for tomorrow? When is no, it? it's next week. No, it's, it's next, next week. week. Thank God. Will oh, I can't man. watch another. Terrible. So far, not awesome. So far, not <laughs> awesome. Um, but the um, I had seen this fitness dude on TikTok who was like showing a video of a dude just getting it with cardio doing the most wild maneuvers Mm -hmm. crazy like jumping up on little blocks like super fast and then like doing burpees in the most insane way possible and he was like it's somebody doing real things it's not the weird guy that's like flipping weights in a pan and no 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 no. it's like a guy no it's like a, a, a really intense workout for a dude who is like the one percent of fitness type person yeah. like this dude yeah. has like zero zero negative zero percent body fat and the guy in the tiktok video is like hey i'm a fitness expert uh i'm a nutritionist nutritionist whatever the fuck he does he was like you don't have to do this like this is like don't be scared and be like i want to do cardio but stuff like that looks intimidating you don't have to do this this is like what athletes like these people do and this person's a freak and they're never like you're not going to be this person. He's like, you know what I do when I do my cardio? I go walk on a treadmill for about 45 minutes with a 10 incline or de- declining incline. incline yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm walking with a 10 incline for about 45 minutes. He's like, and I, you know, that's a lot of body fat lost. That is a lot of uh, not only steps, but you're doing like a crazy amount of because it's not 
it's more than just 45 minutes of walking when you have a yeah, 10 incline. That's like a crazy amount. He's like, that's what I do for my cardio. I don't do any of this crazy. Of course, I would lift the weights as well. I'm not going to act like this isn't a one step easy solution to being more in shape. He's like, but this is what I do. So it's like, I'm going to try that out. I don't want to quite start jogging yet because I'm kind of just worried about being insanely sore for the next couple of weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to just start with this crazy like incline thing and do that for about 45 minutes. And uh, I did that and it was like, fuck, my thighs are feeling it already. And I, but I feel better about myself, I feel better about myself. I think that's good. I think that there's yeah. so many times when I look on Instagram, when I see people who are working out and I'm just like, not going to ever be that. I'm like, where, where are mm-hmm. the series where it's guys that look like me working out with their shirts off? Where it's just sort of like, bah. <laughs> you know, they take their shirt off and they're doing like, they do like three squats and they're like, that's enough for today. That's enough. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, I, I would love to be to, at that place, Nick, where I'm comfortable enough to take out my shirt, but I'm not. Never. And I never have been. Never. Um, and um, it kind of reminds me that there's this, there's this NBA player named Luka Doncic. You can look him up. He's one of the best right now. He will be one of the all-time bests, um, all-time greats. He's like really, really young too. Um, but he gets a lot of like flack for not being the most cut dude. He's not like super cut and right. like veiny and muscular. Um, and th- after NBA games, usually like the final games of the series, players will do jersey swaps where – LeBron will walk up to Kevin Durant and hey, let's switch jerseys. Let's give each other and we take photos with it. And it's like you you take their jersey home, you put it in a plaque, <laughs> you put it up in your wall or whatever. That seems weird. Um you wash it first? No, that is kind of no, weird. no, you don't no. I mean, I don't think you wash it. It's like it's meant to be like this is the jersey that this all-time great player wore during this playoff game, and it's like a big deal. A lot of players do that. A lot of players do that. Um in, in other sports as well. But uh, Paul George. The players don't the... want their jerseys to come in yeah, like that. Like I feel like. Well, I guess they have a. Bunch oh yeah, but of... if you. Oh, they have plenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have plenty of jerseys. Like, now... Go ahead. Follow up question: Am I allowed if I'm like a bench player on the Lakers? No, am I allowed no, to go up not. to Kevin Durant? Be like, <laughs> go on the court like, and be like, hey, fuck, no, you're not. <laughs> fuck, no, <laughs> you're not. That and, that real and that's the thing that like sort of mopping the wet spots. Like, sort of polo shirt. It stokes this anxiety because I'm like, man, can you imagine like walking up to somebody and being like, ah, nah, man, sorry, like, like that's why you don't even try to do that. Do you do you see that? I don't like someone turn someone down. Well, okay, so check this out. So this guy Luka Doncic for the Dallas Mavericks. Um, they lost to the Clippers in seven games. It was like a really good game. And Paul George from the LA Clippers, who's one of their best players. Um, he's not Kawhi Leonard, but he's like the other good player on the team. He walked up to Luca and was like, Hey, let's swap jerseys. And he gave him his jersey. And Luca kind of like whispered in his ear and didn't give him his jersey. And so they <laughs> asked Luka Doncic, Hey, what did you whisper him to about? You didn't give him your jersey. He's like, Oh, yeah, I'm going to have one mailed to him. And it's like, well, that's not really that's not, the point is to like yeah. get the jersey worn in the game. That's like right. kind of the point. <laughs> and that's what I think it might have been, uh, Nick. Like, uh, I honestly think it might have been there because like that's, yeah, they're not, not shirtless underneath that. the jerseys. They have like the the Under Armour sort of thing underneath yeah, anyway. I go shirtless. But I, I think it's maybe like he was worried about people giving him <laughs> shit about his body weight because he's not a f- super mm. 
fit mm-hmm. cut dude. That's so sad. And I'd be the same that's way, Kevin. But like most but people, here's the thing. most people are like that though. That's like that's why the Instagram that's why the Instagram thing sucks is because like the folks that are the most cut are the folks that are posting. Like everybody yeah, else yeah. is like, no, I'm keeping myself because I'm not gonna I don't I'm not gonna show myself to the world if I don't feel like doing it. That's like ninety nine percent of people. But like the rest of the people that are like models or sports players or people that are extremely cut and doing it all the time, like those are the people who are gonna who are gonna appear the most on your timeline. And oh, dude, and that's. I see the fucking rocks quads one more time. I swear to God. <laughs> oh yeah, but Andy, how fucking hilarious it would it be if he's like, yeah, no, no problem. And he takes off his jersey and he's got another jersey underneath it. He's <laughs> just like a never nude. That just would be me, like five dude. jerseys. That, that would be me. And that dude, that's how I felt at the at that one. Let's play uh, spring break thing where like everybody got in the pool. I was like, I'm gonna leave my shirt on. I don't like the way I look without a shirt. I'm really self conscious uh, about my body. Eventually, I drink enough to where I was like, fucking, like, who God, cares? Doesn't matter. But that's great. You look. Great but the thing is, like, the media will definitely go after these people there's another player james harden i'm sure you all have heard of who's a little bit more known as an nba player um but he loves his strip clubs he loves his drinking he like and he's one of the best in the nba but he's not the type of dude to like who's known for staying in the gym and trying to be super healthy and shit like that and he's shown up to practices and people be like damn he he's he's gaining weight like is he okay and you know there's stories out there about how after after games you know i of course i listen to the levitard show they're like if he comes to miami to play over here he's fucked because he's gonna be the strip clubs all night like <laughs> he's not gonna perform well if he comes down here to play and they give him a lot of, of shit about his body and i really think that maybe this guy luka Doncic was like i don't really want to take off my jersey here in front of like all these cameras i'll just I'll send you one or whatever, because <laughs> I would have done the same thing. I'd be like, "Hey, man, uh, let, let's maybe like, come to Go my to place and I'll give it to you there, or whatever." Yeah. I'll meet you but in the I, locker room. I think whatever. that's maybe what it was. But I, what I would love to do, Nick, is if I were a bench player, mm-hmm. it's like I mean, bench players don't do this, but I would be the bench player that walked up to other bench players that and did this. Oh, and yeah. Like, hey, I saw you sitting there, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're on the same level. Let's and the thing is, like, the, these these star players will always get in front of the cameras and, like, you know, they'll pose next to each other, like, hold up the each so other's funny. jerseys. And I would love like the idea of me going up to a bench player and the camera people are like, no, nah, we don't care. Like, we don't like, like no, we're <laughs> you're both trying to do it, and the camera's like, get out of the Just way. In like, the background of the other one, <laughs> the jersey's not sweaty whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, jersey's <laughs> clean as fuck. Super bright. You you only ever had one. They never have to give you another one because. You yeah, <laughs> like wow, this jersey game. smells really good. Yeah, this jersey still <laughs> still smells like detergent. It smells like detergent. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like this. Don't rip the tag off. Don't rip yeah. the tag off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take it back after the season. I'm gonna back. Get the money back. Would be hilarious if you did that every game, not just championship games, but like oh, every yeah. game you try to just trade with another bench player and like just become the homie. That would be that would actually probably make news to somebody else who has that. five combined minutes in the whole season, just like you do. <laughs> just, <laughs> You're trying to get. You're trying to have the record for least minutes played. In you're part of the payroll season. somehow. <laughs> you're not quite sure how. <laughs> you're go up to the front office. You're like Gene. You want to? Do you want to take a? <laughs> they haven't played me in a while. I don't know how I'm still here. I have no idea. So anyway, that's my, that's my that's my fitness update. Uh, I'm hoping to keep getting back at it, and um, and it's great, especially with the way our schedule works. If I don't have to be on those afternoon streams to like have that. You know, mm-hmm. Dude, hour and I, a half. I just need like an hour and a half to go to the gym and back, and you know, it should be fun. You're inspiring me right right now because that's been something I've actually been wanting to do for a while. Like I've I've pretty much allowed the pandemic to 
make it so that I'm not getting any any sort of like physical activity in. Because before pandemic, I used to, I used to do dance a lot of the time. Like I used to go to break dancing events. I used to go to That's the uh, they call fucking thing. Stop. Full they stop. Call... <laughs> what you just used to go to break dancing events? Have you yeah. not seen the videos, Nick? I mean, I saw I saw the one video. Where I know you can dance, but I didn't know there mm-hmm. was like because in my brain, I imagine like there are these events that I will never know about. They're public oh, yeah. events, but no one will ever tell me about this for fear that I will show up to one of them and ruin <laughs> the event. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much like, you know how you have like a stand-up comedy community yeah. and you mm-hmm. see the same people and everybody's about the same passion. They mm-hmm. have the same exact thing for dance culture and cultures within dance culture. And so for me, like I used to call, they, they call them jams. I used to go to a lot of jams where folks would get into like breakdancing battles. Like there's all styles where you do whatever kind of style of dance you want. And so you have breakdancers dancing against like crumpers, dancing against like poppers uh, and all this stuff. And that's the thing I used to do all the time. And I, when I, when I moved down to SF for a KF, that was the thing I was super excited to do because that's the thing I love to do in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And every different like major city kind of has their own communities. Their own and we, have a, we have a good culture for that here mm-hmm. or now. Like I mean, that. I don't know because I've just not uh, gotten to be involved with it. But I do know that the Bay, Bay Area is known for turf dancing. Like that is a specific type of dance that I believe originated and is popular in the Bay Area. And I'm sure things like break dancing stuff is pretty much popular everywhere. Uh, yeah, no, It has nothing to do with, with grass, <laughs> but that's a good guess. It's more so like... I don't know how to how to describe it because I'm actually not super familiar with it, but it's like basically like think regular hip hop dancing and like popping, but it is more like smooth and more like it's something you do to an E40 song or 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 um too short. Like think of the okay. bay music that you know, and then like the way the way that the dancers would dance to that music specifically, like think of that kind of flow. Um, but that's something I wanted to do when I moved down here, and because everything closed down, that's not been something I've been able to do. And so because of that, over the last I guess over a year at this point, I feel like my own physical health has has been going down the drain in a way where I've been waiting for that stuff to open up, and it seems like it hasn't. And I'm starting to uh, consider like getting a Planet Fitness membership for that for, for that exact reason. But it's the thing of I don't really know how to work out at the gym. Which Andy, that's kind of the thing I want to know from you is like, did you have gym experience before, or is this you kind of like getting to know what that experience is supposed to be? Before the pandemic shut down, I was going to the gym for about three or four months straight. And it was the most in shape and fit I had been since I moved to San Francisco. Um, and a lot of that is because I stopped playing basketball when I moved to San Francisco. It's it's mm. just not ideal uh temperatures and just I don't know. You'd have to you'd have to find some sort of indoor court at some sort of 24 hour fitness. And the ones that I did find, the one that was close to the studio was open until two in the morning 24 hour fitness open until two in the morning not 24 hours by the way that's messed um, up. Fucked up and uh and they were running games until the place fucking closed down and i would just be like standing outside and I'm like yeah i'll get next and like they just i just yeah, never yeah. was able it's just not a consistent thing to do so i my health and uh dropped and my weight gained ever since i moved to san francisco and then before pandemic hit, yeah, 2019, I started working out, I'd say, shit, probably longer than four months, actually. The the let it, let, latter half of that year, I was going to the gym a lot, at least like four times a week, three times a week running. Uh, I don't really have a regimen bless. So like, I'm not the person mm-hmm. asked. I'd say Nick is probably better for that. But what I would do is I would get on the treadmill and I would jog for about 45 minutes and I would just run, you know, nothing crazy incline or whatever. But I would just run and get a sweat in 
And then uh, if I was feeling it, I would go to the machines where I'm either going to be doing like bench press type stuff. The stuff well, I'm not like sitting with weights and having somebody spot me. It's just like the machines where you sit down, you do some bench press. There's like an ab one. There's um, a curling one. You know, I have dumbbells here. So that's I pretty much just do that same thing here. Um, one thing that I have noticed that sucks that I don't have access to and I would have to figure out some crazy way to make it work. But mm-hmm. my, at, I had to pull a bar at the office that I would use a lot and I, that I used a lot in Austin and, uh, b- uh, before I moved to SF and these doorways just, they're too thick. Like they mm-hmm. don't, they're, they're too thick, Joe. And then it's, it's not big enough to hook around on they're just like yeah yeah it's just mm, not big so maybe i just need a, a much bigger pull-up bar and maybe we need to find something like that but that was such an easy way to just um because i'm lazy as hell if the dumbbells are in my closet i'd be like oh they're in the closet they're too, too lazy bar. for that yeah but that the that amount of times that i would just walk by and be like oh pull-up bars here let me just do, yeah, me do let me 10 do pull-ups four or five yeah and, or hold myself up and then we lift would just my look legs. over and, it, and we're like oh and he's doing pull-ups yeah and i, I, <laughs> I love, love doing that shit and it was like such an easy thing to do uh because it's all about convenience for me and like i need the workout stuff to be convenient um but That's actually the not fact a bad that, idea the fact that I can't do that here is like kind of a, a big bummer because it, it was just kind of my regular routine back at the studio. Hopefully the yeah. I can put one up in the studio where Nick and Greg and Tim won't get mad at me for it being up because they're yeah, too tall. Be, I mean, Honestly, maybe we can just I get don't... maybe we can just put a thing up for you, like an actual standing. Yeah, that might be better something. than like the parking lot. Yeah. With oh, next yeah. to the basketball yeah, then gets, court, Kevin, yeah. and it gets then it gets super rusty. Well, the basketball court's gonna be hilarious when you gotta try to put it in because the parking lot of the new place has a tiny little wall, so you are gonna lose fifteen no. to sixteen basketballs. Let them find that out. Let them find that out. Oh no, dude! I'm, <laughs> a lot. It's gonna happen. A lot. I, dude, my, you know my miss. Jay's wetty. My Jay's fucking wetty, dude. I'm, I'm splashing so those. Don't know what a you said that like is. twice last week, and I still don't know what it means. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's wet. It's, it's wet, guys. It's wet. It's wet. Yeah, it's wet. I don't, I don't, I don't know. J, I don't know. Jump. Uh, J stands for jump like shot. The, oh, it stands for jump Wait, shot. And wet is it? See, I thought it was the arch. I thought it was like J upside down. That's like oh no, it just stands for jump shot. It just stands for jump shot. That you know, Jason Kidd, the former NBA player who like then became a coach. They yeah. called him Asin because he had no J in college. Damn. It's pretty Damn. fucked up, right? It's a pretty That's good burn. Great burn. It's a pretty good burn. Uh, but yeah, my, my J is wetty, so I'm just going to be splashing those all day and night. And That's the cool. reason they call Greg it... not playing basketball? We did for like maybe a couple of weeks when I first moved here. Uh, That's the thing. Is like, he he's ready you guys to are going to be close though. to those courts you all used to play basketball at. So I imagine the best, best course of action for you guys, because this is the thing for me is like, Blessing, all you know, I like mm-hmm. the gym, um, but I stopped going when I started doing classes with jujitsu and MMA stuff because to me that's just more fun. And there's a built-in mechanism that keeps me going back, which is that like someone from my class will text me like, "You going to class tonight?" I'm like, "Fuck, I wasn't gonna," but now I gotta go, right? So I have I have people around me that I check in with when I'm super motivated, and I know that helps them and vice versa. But like go if if it's just I mean I got I think I got twenty four hour fitnesses that I'm still a member of that I could go to um, <laughs> that are probably walking distance and I'm just so uninclined to do it. But if you want to do that stuff, there's I mean you could reach out to Yusuf. He'd probably put you on a regiment that would 
that would get you pretty, you know, mm-hmm. fit and or even walk you through some of the stuff too, because that's what he did for me. So because form is incredibly important when you're doing stuff like not so much pull-ups, but well, actually pull-ups, it doesn't matter, but like deadlifting and, and, and squats and stuff like that, you can really hurt yourself. Yeah. But if you go to the gym, th- I would say like 30 to 40 minutes of cardio and then 30 to 40 minutes of weight training is pretty much all you need, maybe four times a week, three times yeah. a week. You'll my big my big my big thing is I just don't want to go and just like use not random machines and not know yeah what i'm doing i would well, want to go with some kind of purpose the basic the basic mentality that people used to have was you would do two main muscle groups every day and you'd alternate so you would not do like you're not going to get in there and do triceps and chest every single day you would do chest and tries back and buys and then legs um and those would be your three main workouts per week uh and then you would just pick like three to four exercises per and then do like 10 reps or you know um you do like three sets of 10 for each one of those or whatever. And that's kind of like how they break break workouts down like that. But like I said, it's very, it's it's very easy for people to go in and and do weight training the wrong way. And by that I mean the way I used to do it, which is like I would go for I would do like 30 minutes on the stair stepper, the stair, stair machine. And then I would do I would technically be lifting weights by myself for 40 minutes. But most of that was me trying to pick the right song on Spotify. You know, where it's like I'm sitting on the bench and someone's like, what? Come on, bro. Like, what's yeah. going on here? And I'm like, well, I got to get my fucking, you know, and get my feel myself. <laughs> got to get the right song going. Um, Kevin, this thing does not look safe. I would not trust this thing that you oh, just said. Oh, Andy, me. that thing's going to work. That can take the weight. We want to see. see. All right, right, Kevin, send it to me too, because now I'm thinking about getting the pull up. Oh, on the stream. Let me, let me pull it up. Yep. Give me two yeah, seconds. Let's pull it up. Sorry. Kevin sent me. Michael, uh, Michael. I'll just I'll just start describing it before you all see it because audio listeners. No, he's gonna matter. he's gonna scare you guys. He, he sent me a pull up oh. bar that oh oh to tension pull up like, bar tension to push out. You guys are crazy. You guys got a trust trust technology. Dude, that on. is a viral video in the making right there. No, <laughs> well, that's. The I mean, thing I well, here's the thing. About. If Andy puts it up, maybe it's not safe. I put it up. It's, it's not like a even crooked in the, in the image. It's crooked. Yeah, it's not even. No, that's all Photoshop. Yeah, it's all Photoshop. Poorly, man. I'm gonna say yeah. this though. There's, <laughs> Look at the I've way the internals work. Of... You see this? It's. I mean, it's, it's got a metal I'm not an threaded rod. It's got a metal threaded rod, and it's got uh, teeth that bite down on that rod. So it's not going. Anywhere. No, but it's I just insane. feel like it's gonna slip down. <laughs> like, I don't... yeah, it's no, for sure. You, you slip turn down. it. You like, turn well, what it. What about my wall too it. smooth? No, that's what the feet are for. <laughs> That's what the feet are for. See right there? All right, dude, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to I'm going to test this for shit. Reals? You want me to go over it? Yeah, I want the Andy for test review. Instagram live it. Here's what I'll say. Andy, here's my thing. Yeah. My my thing is uh Michael has his own pull-up bar that he He's uses it between walls and he can't share it. And yeah, he he is currently out of town right now uh because he's doing E3 stuff. And every time I walk past his pull-up bar, part of me is like what if I just tried to use that real quick yeah, because like one. I like it looks successful. I can just get a few reps in. But my thing is like what if something breaks? What yeah. if I would if the time I use it is the time that everything comes <laughs> yeah. down and I yeah. I break a door and I have to explain to Michael that like on a random afternoon I decided to use a pull up bar and everything went wrong. I can't have that happen. Bless you That's call me say. and we Those... fix it before anyone knows. Yeah, Done. you never know. Easy. Uh, I, I've seen videos though of those ones that go in your door frame, like ripping the door frame out. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've always that's been my exact fear to have those. It actually happens too because those door frames are only put in there with nails. They're not like it's not like that's a solid block of wood that they just wedge in there. It's just yeah. What do you think, Kevin? Like inch by three inch 
pieces oh, of less like, than that. Very you're talking about wood. three quarters of an inch. Yeah, by like maybe yeah. two so inches. But like the thing you're is, like it's, maybe a year away from pulling those fucking things right no, off. No, 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 no. You you got the mechanics wrong fully. Like it's not touching that. Like I mean, it is. T- it's sitting on that, but there's. I don't think there's any weight. Like there's too much weight there. It's more of like the way it's designed. At least the the one that Andy used to have. It like pushes against the wall and down. But it's still hinging on the top of one of them, though. So there's down weight on one and pushing yeah. against the other side of the wall. It's yeah. not. I it's just physics, every time dude. I look at those, I'm like, there. It's gonna have. It's not an if. No, it's a I, see, that's the thing. I, yeah, I, I especially in San Francisco. No, well, but those houses are wood and solid as fuck. Better. That might uh, actually be thick wood. So yeah. if, if you're living in a house that's like a 1920s or 1930s, you probably have thicker wood. If you're living in my place, this place is put together by fucking balsa wood and some paint. This is like yeah, but there's a lot of this is Nick. There's like, there's a lot. Of, you probably have metal door frames, right? Go give it a little knock. Mm-hmm. See if it's metal. Throw a magnet on that bitch. Also, Joey just sent me this. Put a little magnet which on that bitch. The turf finds right Yes, yes. This is exactly what it is. Yeah. Let's see it. This is big uh, step up vibes in the rain. And this does not. Yeah, look so it's like, like big movements, slow, uh, slower movements. I guess slower compared to other similar kinds like, of dances. Like, this seems like, the like ballet of big, smooth gliding dancing. Uh, it's dope. This is what I was saying, yeah. Blessing. Just do so this, this, this originates in the Bay. This is very yeah, much this the brand. This is in Oakland. This is going to get you <laughs> way more shredded than, any, than going to the gym two days a week. Just find this, yeah. dance oh for an God. hour a day, and you're just be cut. Oh man, and that gives put it under that your corner and dance plus. That guy's letter just fell into the water and now it's starting to stop. Why up isn't his friend fucking picking it. it up? Pick up the letter. Pick up the letter, dude. Just put it on TikTok, bless. Put it on TikTok, you become Ooh. famous in the meantime. That was the, the plan. That was the plan earlier on in quarantine when like everybody start, first started uh, downloading TikTok. Yeah. I'll you know, I'll talk to Belinda who also dances and I'm like, okay, this is our shot. We're gonna finally go viral and get people to notice us. We're gonna dance it's on TikTok. And that actually never happened. Damn it! Now you gotta yeah. go to the slog of just having really podcasts. Like, TikTok dances week. are different, though. TikTok dances are very much choreography. Like the yeah. dancers that blow up on TikTok are not dancers. Like, <laughs> the professional like dancers. Like there are there are dancers that people know from being famous from YouTube or America's Best Dance Crew or so you think so you think you can dance. Those dancers are not the dancers that are blowing up on TikTok. And I don't know what the magic is, but the dancers that are blowing up on TikTok, they're doing stuff that is like specifically for that platform in a way that I've not yet cracked. Joey, I don't know if you know, if you know what I'm talking about. You're yeah, there's why. a, no, there, there's like, an art the to, the, to, choreo- to choreographing specifically for TikTok that yes. is very unique to the platform like that Charlie, doesn't exist outside of it. Is it Charlie D'Amelio? Like she does the dances and I'm I, like, I watch that and I'm like, you are a very like, good, like average to good dancer. And I don't know why you're like the most sub two person on TikTok. For the dancing yeah. specifically, welcome. To yeah. it doesn't welcome translate. To social media, I don't. It's like I've different. TikTok's an anomaly. Well, and there's yeah, there's so many of the like guys that are like not particularly good dancers, but they're like oh yeah, just do, just do the lock and unlock it dance. <laughs> also true. Or bless you, just double down and you get really good at the adult swim things that they're doing right now. Do you think I've been level... thinking about doing that, but I feel like I've already missed the boat. Do you think there's a level of accessibility that you're missing where it's like you, whatever dancing you're doing is just way too freaking hard and nobody thinks they can learn it? I mean, that's definitely um, part of the choreography. Yeah. 
Because every time I see a TikTok dance, it's like, the, it's like the easy, it's like the Macarena. I'm like, what? It, why, why are people famous for these things? You should try yeah, Where they're doing like whatever the dance is, but I feel like they make it super accessible and everyone learns it. And then it just becomes that. That's like. That's the, the thing is, I think TikTok is very community driven in the way that things are made so that they can be shared and tried out by everybody. And I think that is the one thing. That is the one thing that makes it different where if you take, if you give an expert choreo- choreographer TikTok and have them be like, and have them choreograph the most yeah. advanced uh, uh, dance for the platform, nobody's going to do that shit. Nobody's going to share that shit. No one can. Yeah, do like that. it's too no hard. No one's got that extension level. Right? Like, exactly. that's like, as I saw that one dance you posted that one time, and I was like, that's you're already better than 95, 99% of the people that would ever try to dance from seeing a video. It's just never going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. what the one thing you don't want to do with P, I think this is always the this is always the sweet spot um, that I that I feel like you need to do to, to blow up on on any of these platforms is you don't want to do something that's so insane that people go. That's not I'm never gonna be able to do that. Right. There's got to be a, like a one percent of you. that's like, I think if I worked out twice a week for a couple of weeks, I could probably be able to, like, push. Oh, my, yeah, like, I, I, I jump can do out this of water hard enough. <laughs> yeah. If you, like, if you see yeah. the people that just like high jump out of a pool. It's just like oh, the yeah. Yeah. most insane thing ever. And I'm like, part of me is like, I like if I swam for a couple of weeks, I could probably, if I could probably pull that off. But we all know now, that I cannot. On the topic of TikTok, uh, Joey brought it up earlier. Have you guys, uh, Andy, Nick, and Kevin, have you guys seen the Adult Swim uh, trend that's been going on over the last nah. week? Fantastic. No, but before we get that, I do want to take a break to tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. Are you still going to the post office, still paying full price for postage? Well, thanks to Stamps.com, you don't have to anymore. Mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, and pay less. A lot less. With discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Stamps.com saves businesses thousands of hours and tons of money every year, including kind of funny. We have been really, really reliant on Stamps.com to get things sent out over the years, and we could not thank them more. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It's a must-have for any business. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop shipping out orders, or just navigating this hybrid work life, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. No wonder over 1 million businesses choose Stamps.com for their mailing and shipping again, just like kind of funny. With Stamps.com, you get discounts up to 40% off post office rates and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money it's no wonder nearly 1 million small businesses use it like i said stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead there's no risk and with the promo code kind of funny you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in kind of funny that's stamps.com promo code kind of funny stamps.com never go to the post office again and next up, shout out to me, Undies. Summer is here, which might mean leaving the great indoors for a dip in the great outdoors, whether that's a pool, ocean, or fjord. Me Undies might be known for making the softest undies and bralettes in the world, but now they make swimwear too. That's awesome. I can't wait for this. You guys know I've been loving Me Undies for a very long time. Wearing a shirt right now, of course, the lounge pants, the, bu- the undies themselves, and the socks. I love MeUndies. Can't wait to swim in some MeUndies this summer. Uh, you can check out MeUndies' first ever swimwear featuring bikinis, one pieces, and two different lengths of swim trunks. I'm going as short as I can. Uh, there are roughly eight recycled plastic bottles in each pair of men's trunks, so that means they're equal 
friendly, baby. Uh, each one piece of bikini is made from recycled nylon derived from factory scraps and old fishing nets, which keeps our oceans looking beautiful. So there you go. Swim in an, o- an even cleaner ocean while you're looking fresh and clean, clean. Uh, to get 50% off your first order and free shipping, go to meundies.com slash morning. That's 15% off your first order by going to meundies.com slash morning. Okay, here we go. Go for it. What is it? I'm going to send you one in particular, Kevin, that I thought was incredible yesterday. Do you want me to pull it up or is that just for me to watch? While y'all are pulling this up, I'm just going to read a one-star review from this uh, doorway pull-up bar um, from Leah Gould. Um, who left a one-star review in, on April 5th of this year. It yeah. says, mm-hmm. second time my husband used it, it came loose. My husband yep. fell and jammed his knee. He couldn't yep. walk in there for two days. <laughs> I guarantee you. Know, the husband did it wrong. Let's do it. Come on. <laughs> Let me do it. You, you, I, you have me come over. We'll do it. Why, why don't you use the resources you have? I'm just saying. Kevin is the same person who, who, when we when he first what? set up this desk that I've been using, purposely told me that he left out screws hey, so that I, would I, I didn't I, the next few bless months. bless how hmm. dare you fucking lie about me you son of a bitch <laughs> i know Am where I you live yeah you're wrong i didn't Am do I it on wrong? purpose what part am i, I wrong about bless bless i know that <laughs> I next to that window there's a ladder you. that i can g- climb up I just need to get in the garage. It's always like, open. Here are all the extra parts I forgot to put back in. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I like. I was short two screws. I had to go back to the studio to get them, and I was like, "Hey, it's short two screws, but I think it'd be fine." And then I sat on the desk, and it was totally fine. Hmm. I had to Again. live with that for the next few months before we actually got. Guess the, what? The last I took the one screw out when I moved it to <laughs> that house. Just a one Plenty less screw in there. Their blessing. There's at least four screws in there. <laughs> anyway, the Adult Swim trend on TikTok is maybe the my favorite trend from the platform. Like I love TikTok. Adults, the the Adult Swim thing that's been going on is incredible because basically what it is is it's people trying to emulate the old uh, Adult Swim buffers, which I assume I guess they're probably still going on. The Adult Swim buffers that will sometimes have a message, but then oftentimes oh. have like a subliminal Adult Swim logo or Adult Swim like yeah. text pop up uh, in it. People have been, people have been going crazy with it on TikTok and getting super creative. Ready? I want to like, see. Kevin, play this one. I want to see. Okay, bless. Or, or... You guys hear it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's this so is yeah, great. All wow. The, wow. I was like, yeah. How did you do that so well? That was really well and made. Like by day one or two of this of, of these videos coming up, they were very much like, oh okay, this is cool. Oh man, people are really creative. And the latest ones I've seen over the last couple of days have been like, wow, Next like level. the human mind is limitless in the things that it can come up with and execute. Like people are fucking crazy or going are going crazy with this shit. The one that I saw recently was a girl who was um, cleaning her mirror. It was all done backwards, but it looked like it was in real time. Uh, so she ended up she ended up revealing that she had written the AS in on the mirror, right? But it, it, you couldn't really tell at the time. But the messaging was like, um, "We're doing free. We're using our creativity to do free advertising for companies." Damn! Wait till Jen, uh, wait till Jeff Bezos hears about this. <laughs> like wait till mm. he figures out this trend and like is gonna wait to capitalize off this uh little thing. Okay. But yeah, a lot of them are just super creative and cool. And 
some of them you're like, God damn, dude, you really use the hell out of After Effects on this one. Like, good for you. Oh, but, yeah. God and damn. Spoil it for you, but Jeff Bezos already figured that out. By the way, if you follow us on Twitch, if you have Amazon Prime, you have <laughs> Twitch Prime subscription, please use that for us. What was this that you just sent through? Was that another one for us? Yeah, there's another one I want to bring up. Good dropping on that. Good dropping on that. Um, but yeah, like it is. It, like this thing is such a good combination of like what TikTok's really good for, which is starting trends and having like this community aspect to it, where everybody can jump in, use the same sound, try the same thing, and have their own spin on it. But it also takes advantage of that. Uh, uh, nostalgia part, part of the brain that we all got, especially for especially for a lot of us for early adult swim and being up late at night and seeing the bump, bumpers come up. Uh, Kevin, go ahead and, and, and play this. Holy shit! Damn. Yeah. So this one's basically a girl with a tattoo. Wow. And that was then all the so tattoos. good. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, right? <laughs> like the tattoo has the butterfly on it, and it does like an animation, and, and it cuts real quick, and then the girl slaps the butterfly, and then it turns into the Adult Swim logo. Again, that's like really super cool. crazy stuff, and it's been escalating more and more. That's a sick tattoo. Does she really have that tattoo? Fucking just a giant dagger going through a skull. It's <laughs> pretty so metal. That'd be dope. It's so metal. I think that's super cool. I mean, it's 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 interesting. Like every obviously, when when I watch TikTok, it's usually when someone cultivated it for me. And just sent me the link. Usually, Kevin. Um, and I'm always like amazed that people that one of the things that I, I don't even know if it's a trend anymore, but people doing like oh, that's pretty sick. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, people doing the thing where they'll just add on to each other's videos. I think is always the most like <laughs> has the highest oh, potential yeah. for hilarity. When it's just one person does something stupid. I forget what it was, but there was the one where everyone just some... kept adding body parts to it. <laughs> it yeah, the, the one where the dude was introducing girlfriend. his girlfriend. His girlfriend, Marcus yes. Tapala yeah. or whatever. It's so it, fucking weird. That, yeah, that's basically the, most the energy. One, yeah. The energy to it where like he was like, Oh, and this is my girlfriend, but it felt like a kind of a hostage situation. Yeah. And so somebody <laughs> would somebody like stitched it gun. and added like their arm with just like a gun <laughs> held up to it. Somebody <laughs> somebody else added like you know their own like legs and uh, then like somebody else adds like a like a uh uh what, what was it like a t- the police outside like with a megaphone being like Marcus oh, let, let her go, go. <laughs> let her go. <laughs> that one had a fucking cycle where yeah. like maybe about 20 something videos into it people started cosplaying as the avengers <laughs> going yeah. to go into the house and save uh, save the girl <laughs> my favorite was insane. that it got to the point where there were so many videos that philip defranco did a tiktok where he was reporting on it in his own show like there's this hostage situation with a tiktoker i was like damn that's a good way for like that's unique to him that like only he could do that that's feeds so, his audience so weirdly meta so and i good. love it uh ladies and gentlemen of course on this show you support us and one of the ways you can support us is by writing in uh on patreon and asking us some cool questions uh this is a little softball one right here but i'm just curious grant burton wrote it and says what have you guys been watching on tv recently what's been going on on everyone's tv Dude, stations recently Rewatched atlanta atlanta i watched uh, season one and two when they first came out but it's not been since then that i've gone back to the show and since going back to the show, I'm like, dude, this is a masterpiece. Like, I, I really liked it when I first watched through it. But going back really reconfirmed the fact that I think Donald Glover is a genius. And uh, went back FX, and watched right? it uh, on FX. Yes, it's yeah. on FX and it's available on Hulu as well. Okay. Um, but this time around, I watched it while um, or after I had watched quite a few episodes of The Boondocks. And... Mm. Going back and watching Atlanta after watching the Boondocks kind of opened my eyes to Atlanta is is basically just 
a live action ver- version of the Boondocks. Because the Boondocks for, I guess, going back to Adult Swim, right? The Boondocks for Adult Swim was very much, I think, ahead of its time in terms of uh, uh, what it did in terms of portraying a lot of the Black community and also the things it had to say about politics and race and all these different topics, while also being very, like, aggressive and and very um, confronting in, like, a lot of its tone and a lot of the things it had to say. Atlanta has episodes that I think actually kind of repeat a lot of the same messages and a lot of the same uh, um, uh, points that Boondocks did in a way that I wasn't expecting and in a way that felt, like, similarly surreal as the Boondocks. And so, like, if you haven't watched Atlanta, for anybody anybody listening, I'd say go check out Atlanta, especially if you like the Boondocks. Uh, but, yeah, I've been watching a lot of that. And then also Jane the Virgin. those are two very different vibes but i appreciate that can you explain what jane the virgin is because i don't know if it's like a two season show and that was it or if it was a longer than that was it a long running thing can we try to guess first before blessing tells us what jane the virgin dude i had i had no idea what jane the virgin was before um uh looking it up this last time around and me realizing it realizing what it was about was the thing that finally convinced me to watch season one but yeah go ahead and guess I've, I've I don't know why movie, I think so I'll take myself out. I don't know why I think it's America Ferrera. <laughs> it's is she no. the, it is, isn't it? No, it's uh, Gina Rodriguez. I made this mistake too. Oh, okay. America Ferrera was she was in another show that was about having Ugly a kid, right? Betty. Ugly oh, Betty. Yes, that's the one. God yeah. damn, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking so of. Jane the Virgin, the one, and, and I'm 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 actually trying to guess this because I think I have some context for this. Is this the one where she becomes pregnant, like like with Jesus the Christ Virgin Mary, baby, or something like that? Like, you guys are like on the rightish track. Yeah. When I when when before I knew what it was about for the last like few years i've always thought jane the virgin was just about like a girl in high school that might have been trying to lose her virginity or something along those lines i thought that's what the show was (laughs) when i looked it up about like a month or so ago that's when i realized that the show is about this girl jane who's a virgin who is saving herself for marriage uh but one day goes to the gynecologist and the gynecologist having a bad day (laughs) and she switches up who the patients are and she accidentally uh artificially inseminates jane with somebody else's baby and so the show is basically her like having another person's baby and being pregnant and all this stuff uh and as soon as i heard that i was like i gotta watch this i I, i'm not gonna spoil it but i mean it has five seasons oh (laughs) okay (laughs) okay it It has five seasons and there is a kid on the show that's five years old (laughs) (laughs) i was because i was wondering like well yeah if it's if it's several seasons long do they like just it you know season three is is trimester two trimester or two, i don't know yeah. what the fuck oh yeah well like part 24 a lot they do get into the conversation of like yo what what do we do and like jane's family is very religious you know do we do they get rid of it do they have it but then you know give it to the parents for money do they keep it like they, they go through pretty much all every single conversation uh, uh imaginable with being in that situation they kind of explore it and it's also basically a telenovela and so there is a big element of drama and relationships and mm-hmm. oh is shane actually gonna fall in love with the actual baby's daddy and all all this different stuff wow. uh that kind of takes it and makes every episode like a wild journey i guess at first i was in it for the premise but by episode four i was just in it i was like yo i gotta know what's gonna happen in, in uh in the next episode and by the time i finished season one i was like i could not have predicted anything anything that was going to go down in that season of, of tv uh it's actually really entertaining okay interesting that's that's that was one of those shows that i would have never thought of again 
but now that you're recommending it, maybe I'll check that out because I need a new show to watch, uh, which is why I put this on there. Um, but Joey, what you been watching? So I so like I've been playing Ratchet and Clank. I've been on vacation. I haven't watched anything lately, but I have oh some God. suggestions <laughs> for you, Nicholas. Wait, one. Did you ever watch Succession? What? Am I the only person that didn't get a code for Ratchet and Clank? Did you request it in that thread? Uh, I think there's more that are coming this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey, Joey's one of the few people that got a code, so just chill out, chill out. Okay, thanks. Uh, one. Did you ever right watch now, Succession? I, no, I, I didn't. Get uh, I, 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 I watched. Um, I've watched like four or five episodes of it because D watched through the whole thing, and currently she's watching through Yellowstone, uh, which is basically a Succession in Montana with oh, uh, a, a lot more fun. finance and put in horses. Um, and she's really liking it. I think she's actually watching it currently while we're recording this. But I don't like the vibe of Succession. And I think the problem is, is I watched Billions um, while we were also trying to start watching Succession. And the I can first see how that would be hard. These seasons of Billions are fucking awesome. So I was like, eh, I kind of like this cat and mouse game with these two guys that are like, you know, uh, having, having a uh, you know, pissing contest over here more than I like the succession and it just seemed to be like the, the family like none of them are likable characters and then the dad's That's just such an asshole and then the tone of it is weird though because it's one of those it's one of those weird showtime shows where i'm like i'm not sure if i'm supposed to be laughing or, or like thinking this is insane right now so i don't know that kind of I, I just i don't think i'm gonna go back to it but i know a lot of people like it a lot. I, I was the same way nick and it wasn't i i feel like if i stick with it that i would end up liking it and Whenever I mentioned that I don't like the characters, people think like, well, yeah, they're unlikable. A lot of shows have unlikable characters and they're all despicable, evil people. It's like, no, I just don't like the actors that are playing the characters. Like there's this oh. there's just something about the the main dude and Kieran Culkin that yeah. I just I, I just don't like their I portrayal. Get I, yeah. I get like, it, Andy. They're not enjoyable for me to watch. Uh, um and like I love a lot of shows with terrible characters in them and that are awful yeah. people that have done terrible things. But the actors that I'm watching, I'm usually enjoying their performances. But it, there was something about the actors in in succession that I just was not digging at. I liked the dad character. I thought he was so good. really good. But Greg the other people, I just awesome. didn't. The, and the Greg guy was funny, but that, that was Cousin about it. Greg, he's so yeah. good. Uh, OK, so. I'll go for oh, it, sorry. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw out one that you recommended to me that I started recently. Hacks on HBO. Oh, yeah. That's the other one I was going to mention to Nick because I think Nick will really like it. Yeah, it's Gene Smart. A lot. I like Gene Smart. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she, they're, they're like, were they Hollywood fixers or something like that? No, that's a she's one. a, like a, not washed up comedian, but she has like a show that she does in Vegas um, and then hires a comedian, like an up and coming female comedian on twitter i think uh to like help write some of her stuff but they like she doesn't they don't like each other and they don't understand like the two different worlds that they're coming from of like a modern twitter comedian and like an old school female comedian who's had to like come up through the ranks and stuff like that it's supposed to be really really good that's next on my list okay cool um and then uh, did you ever watch plan b i do plan b is great based on your suggestion and we really enjoyed it that Someone didn't listen to last week's podcast. We did. We watched no, did Plan not. B, and I uh, <laughs> was like, you know what? We just I, talked about it. We did. Oh, we talked about it. My bad. Uh, but I watched Plan B, and I was like, you know what? This really makes me want to watch again. 
book smart. Book smart. So I queued that <laughs> yeah. up and we're going to watch that this weekend because Perfect. it's one of those that I'm like, saw it in theaters, thought it was my movie of the year, I think, um, that year, if memory serves correctly, um, at least for independent films. And I was like, mm, I haven't seen that since. So I'm going to queue that one up. That one was one that got, got a good laugh at me, like the cast of that one. Bless, yeah. did you watch De- uh, um, um, Loki? Yeah, I, I watched episode one, yeah, right before uh, okay. the stream. Yeah. Again, I was actually really again everybody watch devs. Please, please watch <laughs> devs. It's really I good. I actually watched episode one of devs. Again, and Alex Garland, he fucking wrote Dread. Where, where's wrote... devs on? Like, where do you watch that? Hulu. I'm, oh. I need to get back to it. That show was strange uh, in episode one. It's, but like, it's, it's a, a strange mm-hmm. It's a very strange show, and it's just fucking really nice aesthetic. It, it remind, a lot of the colors and sort of um, interior decorative parts of Loki reminded me a lot of mm-hmm. of Devs. That's and it's Alex yeah. Garland. He's really fucking good, and it gets really trippy. And the uh, homie who plays Ron Swanson is just a weird fucking character. And it's yeah. kind of weird because you're like, like, I'm used to you kind of being Ron Swanson, but you get over it fast and uh, it takes some really, really creative and odd twists and turns, but it's really entertaining and kind of freaky and it's mm-hmm. damn good. You've been talking about it a lot. So I feel like I need to give it a shot. Plus it's FX who I think is doing some of the current best, not even current oh, yeah. like versus, for a while. Versus so good. I've been, I've been on the FX train for sure. Between Atlanta, Dave and like, Dave, you're the worst. Argo. So is you're the is you're the worst uh, FX. Uh, FX? Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, I started watching a show that I'm almost embarrassed to say that I've watched more than one episode of, but you know what? My someone at my local Starbucks recommended it for me, and I'm like, oh, I'll give that a shot. And it scratches that there's way too many episodes of this very bad show that you can just binge while you're playing Warzone or something. I started mm-hmm. watching Lucifer on ah. Netflix. <laughs> Are you familiar with this at all? Does anyone have context for this at all? I've like seen it on Netflix devil guy, right? all the time. Yes. It I've is seen a- it. I've never the clicked through it. Yeah. It has big CW energy from it is. Yeah. hundreds of energy. Yeah. And it's, it's about the devil just decides to take a vacation in Los Angeles. And at first I was like, this looks so dumb. I've seen it on TV. I've watched like t- five minutes of it on TV here and there when it's just been on. I'm like, this is a very dumb show. But it wasn't until my person at Starbucks was like, oh, no, 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 no. He's the devil. But he also helps the LAPD solve crimes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I got to the devil solve crimes. <laughs> it's so bad. I love it. It's just like, it sounds it's fucking awful. Awesome. It's, it's, yeah. It's so hilarious because he's like, they were like, it's. It's like he's OP because every every time he talks to a suspect, he can just get them to tell them anything he wants because he's the devil. So they don't really have to do a lot of detecting. But, you know, again, it's one of those. I'll, I'll probably watch all of it. The devil's just like telling all of them like, yeah, just hide some crack. Hide some crack on him. It'll be fine. No, he's like, devil. He's, he's having like a moral. <laughs> uh, he's having a moral conundrum where he no longer wants to like torture people and he wants to like help people. That's the whole kind of crux, or at least thrust of the first season of the show because he, he's awesome. been around humans too much. It's kind of good place ish. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But, You're watching uh, Good Place, Nick? Is that the Kristen Bell one? Yeah. yeah. Kristen yeah. Stewart. Dancing. Oh, Kristen. Bell. 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 
Kristen Stewart. Kristen Bell, yeah. Uh, Ted Danson. Um, Chitty, which is a character. His character's name, not his actor's name. Jackson but I couldn't remember. <laughs> is that I his name? I watched that. I just know yeah. him as Chitty. <laughs> I'm a huge it is, it is maybe one of my favorite comedies. It, the Good Place is way more quality than it should be for its premise. William it's premise Jackson is super ridiculous. It goes so bad after six episodes. And I've seen all of the seasons. It goes except... bad after six episodes? Yeah, like the... Uh, no. The whole first season no. is 10 out of 10. No, the last like... season is like some of the best TV I've seen. I, I didn't Comic watch... I only part. watched half of the last season. But man, like the, the comedy... Oh, what's what's the, the... The... The monk character. What was his name? Oh. Um... Uh... I, it's like Anthony or something like that. I he loves Adrian. The, he loves the Jaguars. I hate him and his friend, and it's so weird to see his friend in the MCU and be like, "All right, Onisha Lube, Jason no. Mendoza, Jason you Mendoza." Like oh. You don't like yeah. Oh, you know you're not talking about? about Monk the TV Show. Oh, no, not Monk the TV. What? Monk the TV Show class. I was like, this is a weird connection. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> the, the monk. Uh, you're talking, <laughs> talking about Jason from The Good Place. Yeah, and his friend is also in Loki now. He yep. was the yeah the little oh, the male guy, guy. But his friend yeah. his, his friend isn't in the good place that much. He's in like three episodes, yeah. maybe. No, he's in way more than that, and it's just there's... like Pillboy is that? Yeah, Pillboy. That's Pillboy, it. Yeah. Nailed it. Pillboy. I hate Pillboy so much. Ugh. Damn, Kevin does Kevin's not like got a distaste for it. Now, another thing I've been watching a lot of uh, is iCarly. I've been going back and I've been watching a lot of iCarly. Because uh, my friend Yami, she had mentioned to me a while ago that she had not watched really any kids sitcom uh, because from an early age, she just decided that she was just going to watch uh, like Friends and more adult oriented sitcoms. And so I was like, Yami, I'm going to sit you down. I'm going to go through a greatest hits of Nickelodeon and Disney Channel sitcoms. Mm-hmm. And so we watched uh, and we watched and we just watched like the first episode of each. And so we watched the first episode of Drake and Josh, watched Zoe 101, uh, iCarly, Victorious, uh, 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 even Stevens, Liz McGuire, That's So Raven. Uh, okay, now you have uh, me on board. Wizards of Waverly Place. Like we went, like we went through oh, a Jesus. list of kids' sitcoms, and Yami is like very much like a hey, I am a sitcom snob. Like she is a big fan of comedy. She's a big fan of sitcoms. Uh, uh, and iCarly was the one that stuck out. Like going back and watching iCarly, just the first episode, we were both like, yeah, no, this is like actually really good compared to every single other thing we just watched and so we kept watching it uh specifically the later seasons and i was shocked by how good iCarly holds up and how good it got even later on because as a kid and when i say as a kid probably like high school into college i watched iCarly seasons one through about three i think that would have been like 2007 to about 2010 or 11 and i dropped off around there just because like i grew out of it going back and watching seasons four through six was actually really impressive to see that iCarly, in my opinion, and this is going to be a hot take, maybe not a hot take, depending on who you are, is maybe the best Nickelodeon sitcom by far. Maybe only rivaled by a Keenan and Kel and maybe a Drake and Josh. But iCarly by itself, super quality and super hilarious, actually. and has me actually really excited for the revival that's going to come out in like a week uh, to Paramount+. Plus. Dude, I remember even watching it when it was out, like in 2009, 2010, and then, you know, because you'd have those days where nothing was going on during the daytime. So uh, Disney Channel had Wizards of Waverly Place. You put that shit on. And it was just yeah. there was a clear 
difference in quality yeah. of the writing uh and not just like what the story beats are or whatever uh, just like the level of comedy was always so much higher on iCarly or on Drake and Josh than it was on any of the Disney shows and it was always like kind of embarrassing like, come on man we can do better oh, like yeah. these jokes that you're doing on Disney Channel are really bad like but we can th- my friends and I can think of better jokes for y'all right now than what you're doing yeah. it's just like, Dude, like the, really the terrible only- the only sitcom for me that really held up from uh, Disney Channel would have been Even Stevens. Like Even Stevens actually does still yeah, I agree uh, with that. hold up. Really good comedy there. But the comedy comedy in the on the Nickelodeon side, especially for iCarly, because you could tell that a lot of the Nickelodeon stuff felt uh, like it was iterative because a lot of it was Dan Schneider, who's a gross human being. But aside from that, Terrible a lot of that movie. was him uh, directing that stuff. And him and his team seemed to have a very specific style of humor that – I want to say started around the Amanda show probably and got iterated iterated on from show to show. Like Zoe 101 in the later seasons ended up getting very goofy and very random. And for Zoe 101, it didn't work as well in hindsight. Like I like Zoe 101 in the in, in the moment watching as a kid, but going back to it, I was like, ah, oh, this shit isn't hitting. Um, but when you jump into Drake and Josh and you jump into iCarly, iCarly, especially later iCarly really figured that exact tone out that they that they they were trying to try for a while like it is the very random comedy it is uh random shit spontaneously combusting uh the one episode we watched that uh one caught us off guard but then two also blew us away was an april fools episode that they did in like season probably probably season five or six that was them uh doing the like a like a bloopers episode slash like a a, um, a flashback episode. Like, you know, the sitcom episodes where it's like, here's all the fun clips that you like from previous episodes. Yeah. They're doing that, but all of the flashbacks that they were doing were fake. Like, I they weren't that. actually things that happened That's in the so show. There were, tw- there were twists on things that actually did happen in the show. And so they would go back. And I didn't, we didn't really, like, we didn't get it until maybe halfway through the episode because the whole episode was just obnoxious. But yeah, like, they would go back to, to classic scenes and they'd be like, oh, yeah, remember when... Uh, this random person was there and like they would uh, factor in like some random character doing some some crazy shit on the side and make it really funny and make it really hilarious. There's a scene in, in one of the random episodes of iCarly where Emma Stone just comes out of nowhere and just like freaks out about how much she's a, she's a fan of the show iCarly or the um, web show iCarly because iCarly is a show about Was she a celebrity at this time? Did we know? This is from, like or early celebrity Emma Stone. We knew her from Superbad, probably, right? We knew her from Superbad, yeah, and I think a few other things, probably like House Bunny uh, and things like that. Um, But it was that era of Emma Stone, and she comes in, and she, like, has this scene where she's, like, iCarly, and she, like, fucking, you know, takes selfies and fucking goes crazy and runs around a restaurant and does a bunch of crazy shit and leaves. And that was pretty much their comedic tone was random, like, very random comedy with very good timing, and they had mastered it in in a lot of the later seasons. Uh, so it's been really impressive to go back to. Yeah, I guess we weren't creative after all because we were going to do that for our year anniversary of KFAF. Where we were going to look back at all of our favorite bits and moments, and it was all just going to be random things that never, ever happened. <laughs> well, we didn't, do that. we didn't do that one thing I, I always wanted to do where I wanted to write fake ads. We ended up doing that two years oh, later that's good. with snakes. One of the best goddamn it's clips we've so ever made. Funny. The snake ad is so good, Nick. I only wish <laughs> well, you didn't then think, oh, let me do another ad. And then hey. you just put no effort into that one. You gotta write material. You gotta write material when you write material. You never I'm know what the joke's gonna play on stage for sure. 
Bless. I'm uh, really glad that you brought up all of this iCarly stuff because I'm meaning to talk to you about iCarly for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were on a tear of sending me like a billion iCarly TikToks for a while. Oh, and yeah. I was trying to figure out how to tell you that I've never seen iCarly. So I no. don't understand <laughs> any of the things that you're sending to me. So this I'm glad I have an opportunity right to clear wow. the air right now. I could have sworn you had seen iCarly. No, I think I, I don't know what it was. If I just, I don't think I really watched any of the Nick like sitcom shows because like Drake and Josh, I never watched. Uh, mm. You said another one, the one with Britney Spears' little sister, I never watched. So I think I just one. missed out on that whole train after like the Amanda show and Keenan and Kel and all that probably. But now I have Paramount Plus. So, and there's like a ton of Dude. shit on Paramount Plus. Yeah, Wait, there's a ton of was... shit. All the Nickelodeon sitcoms are on there. I would say check out iCarly. Oh, yeah, Paramount Plus. I thought for some reason I'm thinking Paramount Plus is the same as Peacock and it is not the same as Peacock. And I do the same well, thing all the time. The Peacock app on Xfinity uh, through Comcast is trash. Like it's like using the internet circa 1994. <laughs> Wait, but isn't Peacock part of Paramount Plus? I don't no. know. Peacock is uh, ABC all, or NBC All Access, I think, right? It used to be CBS. CBS, there we go. CBS All Access. And then they decided that's too Or is that easy. the one that's Paramount Plus? That's we Paramount Plus. That might have been Paramount CBS Plus. All Access got engulfed by Paramount Plus. And what was Peacock before? Mm-hmm. Was it anything? I think it was just Peacock. Peacock was just the ABS, beginning of like NBC's thing, Disney? right? It's just too complicated. Why does Disney yeah, have 15 It's way too complicated. Services? I don't yeah. understand it. But either way, I hit up Tim and I was like, do we have a Peacock login anywhere? And Tim's like, no, that's the one we don't have. And it, there was like a tone behind this text. Like, how about you like, fucking get one this time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was like, no. What is, what is on Peacock? Because the only thing that comes to mind is Psych Movie. The Office. Well, that's it's the Psych series, so it's maybe the USA, yeah. But, uh, but off, you can I watch that free, right? Different. You don't need an actual account. Yeah, if you have X, if you have Xfinity, you can go, but it plays with ads. And it's not, it's not that it's you can't watch it for free. It's just like I, I need to download the app on um on a, a PlayStation or something because it, the one that goes to Xfinity is just like it's sluggish at best. Because you know those Xfinity like um you're, you guys probably don't because I don't think any of you have Comcast anymore because you've all smartly cut the cord. But the Xfinity boxes they give you are like freaking Intel PCs from fucking thirty years ago. So they take forever insane. to boot up and they take forever to to update and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's not great experience. One more uh, one more thing that I have watched. I watched this very randomly yesterday, just because I had time between shows. Uh, Nikki might appreciate this one. Mm-hmm. Cat Williams, The Pimp Chronicle Part 1. <laughs> Have any of you guys I, seen this? No. No. Is this where he's on the green suit on stage? Yes. yes. It's the one with the green suit. It's maybe the stand-up special that I've watched the most in my lifetime. It's oh, between that, that and Dave, in the Dave Chappelle stand-up Now, specials. let me ask you why did you watch this? Is it because you saw that viral clip on Twitter where he's talking about cancel culture? Yes. Yep, yep, that was the one. Yeah, yeah, that that was the one. I gotta watch. Uh, so Cat Williams was on uh, the Joe Budden pro- podcast, and like okay. they were interviewing him, and they basically asked him like, "Hey, as a comedian, how do you feel about cancel culture and all this stuff?" Cat Williams gave a surprisingly like really good, really progressive answer that I personally wouldn't have expected from Cat Williams. Yeah, he was very much like, "Hey, if if like you can't do." what god put you on this earth to do because of a few confines or because like society has moved on or whatever like maybe you were never funny in the first place and i was actually very i was like very impressed by like how he was like not afraid to like throw shade you know at at other comedians who are like nah man people are too sensitive or nah man like you know comedy comedy is about 
skating the line and, and breaking mm-hmm. rules and making people people feel uncomfortable. Cat Williams is a dude who watching the pimp chronicles part one and for somebody i'm somebody who loves 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 the pimp chronicles part one stand-up special like going back and watching it he's the dude who's had a journey as comedian um you know he's had great stand-up specials he's had not so great stand-up specials he's had jokes that have been on that line of oh man this is really offensive but because it's 2006 or whatever you're like oh well you know it is what it is Mm -hmm. um i went i went back and watched it just just uh, uh with the lens of seeing that clip just wanted to like kind of go back to see like okay how, like I, I i has he always been that person um and it seems like you know the answer is not, is not necessarily yes that he's always been that person but he's kind of grown into that person over time um i think in that same interview he was talking about how he's also working on a new stand special and for the first time in a very long time i'm kind of excited to see what he does with it because he's one of my favorite comedians that hit um uh his body of work doesn't always match up to his max potential you know, it's like if Dave Chappelle put out some like it's it's like if Dave Chappelle, half of Dave Chappelle's catalog were duds, but then the other half were some of Dave Chappelle's best stuff. I feel like that's what that's what Cat Williams has, uh, and I really want I really want his next thing to be dope because I, I miss him as a comedian. He's really good and has really good stage presence. Remember when he got beat up by that kid? Yeah, <laughs> that was <laughs> fucking <laughs> wild. Uh, I want to know all about that, ladies and gentlemen. But that is it. For the kind of funny podcast this week remember we got two of these every week we're going to do another one uh so if you need more of us hey we'll be back maybe with a special guest maybe with different a little different core cast but one thing's for sure i'll always be here because nobody invites me to go to disneyland with them uh andy bless joe uh kev thank you so much uh for hanging out with me today and doing this and i hope you guys enjoy this of course if you're a patreon supporter you got a little bit more show left because we're going right into the post show right now 